All right, what's going on, everybody? This is supposed to be the episode with TJ Brubaker. It is not, obviously, and that is because I can't find the memory card that has his video content on it. So once I find that, you guys get the video. If I don't, you guys get the audio only. We'll make something happen with that. The second reason we're posting this episode ahead of TJ's is because I shot a buck the other day. I made a Facebook post. Most of the response was positive. There was some negative, but it was enough to spark this episode. We had a very honest discussion, and some of you probably aren't going to like it, and some of you are going to be fist-pumping in the background. So, uh, without further ado, it's just Josh and I with Camp Talk 4. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Yeah, it's sober October. We're doing really well. Uh, I was blackout drunk the first two days, so yeah. Well, technically, we did say sober October unless somebody shoots a deer. Yeah, and, you know, when friends leave for out west you know it's kind of rude not to drink with them so right so yeah you know and, and the day ends in why so there's that too yeah sure yeah okay <laughs> and um, i still work at the same shithole <laughs> so I hope you all listen to this oh man uh i thought i felt there was something i wanted to get to first listeners or commenters oh on... oh that's happening we need to we, uh, we need let's we need start, to wait we'll, we'll go linear let's start from the very beginning as far as was it Monday morning? Yeah, it was Monday morning. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's when you that's when you shot it. Yeah, because I was late. I was real late to work. Yeah, he was late for work. <laughs> I woke up because he shot the deer. I just I had a feeling in my heart. That's no it, bullshit. At seven thirty eight, I rolled over and went, "Fuck, I'm late for work." And that was when he let the arrow fly, like legit. Because I called Allie at seven forty, which was roughly a minute and a half, two minutes after I shot it. So that's. That it, is hilarious. It had nothing to do with the three alarms going off in my bedroom at the time either, by the way. It was, it was him shooting the deer. Which, yeah, you said one of your alarms is in its ocean sounds? Uh, it's That's the least obnoxious option on it. That's the one across the room. Don't you want it to be obnoxious to wake you up? No. Can you sleep with a gun by your bed? Well, I mean, not somebody like, hey, motherfucker, but like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like a like just an annoying sound. No, I don't like to. I don't like to wake up to like being startled. I either need like music or light. It has to be kind of like a soft wake up, or like, I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack. It, it's like just instant spike in adrenaline. It's not a good way to start the day for me. I don't think it's the good way for anybody to start the day. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying just like a constant like irritating like an All ocean the- sound would put me back to sleep. No, it's a, it's not rolling waves. It's like rough waves. It's it's <laughs> like there's a fucking difference. I'm going to set that bitch up outside your bedroom window just to piss you off. There is a difference. There's a soothing and then there's like, it's the quietest one so that all the other ones are so loud, even mm-hmm. on the lowest setting. It's like somebody has an air horn in the corner of my bedroom and I can't do it. All right. We better dive into this or we're going to get so sidetracked on other dumb shit. So. Yes. Um, Monday morning, I shot a seven point year and a half. I'm going to try to make the story as quick as possible because I really want to get into the social media stuff, which is why we're doing this episode last minute. Oh, yeah. We decided last night we're doing this. He decided last night. It wasn't even last night, was it? it? No. Yeah, it was. It was late last night. Uh, Yeah, I was asleep already because I get up at six o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I shot, so I shot this buck. Now I've shot two. Two for early dough. I don't know if we talked about that or not. 
Uh, well, no, technically it was a button buck and a doe. I thought no, it was I don't. Doe. We haven't because I don't think it was open at that point. No. So yeah. Well, it was. It was. I filled two doe tags. I thought it was on two doe. The second one I shot was a button buck. So be it. I mean, it is what it is. You know, didn't mean to. You know, I, I definitely wouldn't have pulled the trigger if I knew that. But I mean, a year and a half old, it doesn't matter. Or the year, no, no, he was the weanlings. Yeah. They, they just lost the spots. <laughs> they they don't matter, man. If you're gonna shoot one that small, male, female, it doesn't. I mean. If you're shooting it for meat, you're shooting it for meat. Yeah, I get that. For I sure. Also, I try not to do that too, but when it's the first year of the year and it's 100 yards away and the only one in the field, a lot of people make that mistake. Well, how that went down, you know, I, I was in a pinch. That was, we talked about, yeah, we did talk about that because I shot the skunk and it got sprayed. Yeah. It kind of ruined my other spot. Uh, just made a dumb decision. Yes, and so you did. I asked my neighbor and because I was in a pinch if I can go over there and hunt does because I can't shoot them here. He said, yep, walked out, spooked three right away. And, dude, it wasn't even five minutes. First one walked out, one right behind her. It was a mom and a fawn, thought it was two does. Shot her, the mom. She took off. The other one was just standing there. So I racked one, put one in what I thought was a her, too. And uh, it wasn't a her, so bummer. But it is what it is. Uh, So meat in the freezer already. I wasn't, like, starving by any means. Right. But been hunting pretty hard since opening day of bow. So that was my fifth sit on October 3rd. And, dude, I was watching does up in this hay field all morning. Wanted to, I'm, I'm, It was tempting to take another one of those does, uh, but the property I'm on, I technically can't. So, um, but I'm watching those. And then this buck comes in, dude, and it, I had about three seconds to make up my mind. Stuck him, ran off. Hit him right in the pump house using those old, old school mechanical broadheads yep. straight back. Mm, money dude it was a walking blood trail the entire time anyway so that being said um and i have you know I, in michigan we're allowed two buck tags right not sure you know i'm sure most of our listeners are from michigan but if you're not we're allowed to we were allowed a restricted and a non-restricted anyway so this one was a seven filled my restricted which leaves me open you know which is cool so that's the third one by October 3rd, I want to get into some answering of the questions, too, because that post sparked a lot of questions uh, before we get into the other stuff we need to get into. Just FYI. what You can uh, tell we don't really plan for this. No, I was going to say what – I wasn't going to get into, like, ripping on anybody or anything like that. Not ripping on anybody, but I just, I just want to discuss the mindset because I'm just really baffled. Also, there's a funny backstory behind that oh, that no, I didn't realize until w- this morning. I was just going to address, like – what I said on the post, like your post on our page, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm pretty sure that nobody else realizes I'm an admin on that page. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. I almost went back on, but I, I do appreciate everybody that didn't see it as sarcasm. Time out. Let's re- let's discuss the post first, just okay. so everybody knows what we're talking about. I'm not gonna read the whole damn thing, but. Basically, I shot the buck, brought it home, got it hung with the kid. I shot him a day before my baby boy's due date. Still not here yet. Still not here. Uh, So, dude, it's been like scrambling, just like shit. You know, I didn't want to have to be like, Tyfke, in like four days from now when I'm sitting in the hospital with my kid and be like, can you butcher my deer? I know you would do it, but I would actually, I would cash in a favor to Ray Cole first. Because I (laughs) definitely has done, I've done that for him before when he was out of town. Ray, let me know. I'll help you out, bud. Anyway, so got all that shit taken care of, you know, but. uh, You got to, hey, hey, you got to turn yourself down, bud. You're going to blow my eardrums out. Okay, gotcha. How about is that better? Yes. Yeah. I'm used to getting close. So anyway, got all that taken care of and hadn't got around to making a post yet on the page. 
And dude, I was actually a little apprehensive. And I'm glad you did it. I'm glad I did it too, but that's why I did it because I was apprehensive. Because I was like, man, I don't I don't want to deal with the fucking trophy crew, you know what I mean? Like, oh god. I mean, I'm not hunting for anybody else, right? It's your damn deer. That deer did it for me, dude. You know what I mean? And I'm allowed 2 bucks. You're allowed two bucks. Like it's legal in the state, so everybody else can shut up. My pregnant, exactly. My pregnant fiance, when she's you know ready to go back out and, and hit the woods, she's got two buck tags. Who gives a flying? F- and, and and here's here's what irritates me. So so the post, you know, I specifically based it off of like peer reviewed data out of Mississippi State University. And if you guys want to listen to that data, there's a, another podcast called Dear University. It's, I threw it at you before. Yeah, you have. And it's uh, it's kind of hard to listen to because Strickland and what's that other guy's name? I don't know. It's Ron Strickland name. and the other guy, but uh, they're Monotone. just... Monotone. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to listen to, but there's a lot of really good information in there. They were the ones that... It was either them or they interviewed somebody that headed up this study. It basically showed that two-thirds of a year and a half bucks disappear during the rut and they never come back. I mean, that data alone right there, to me, is like, I have no problem shooting a year and a half. There's a literal 66% chance that I might never see him ever again. That's just like your kids grow up, move out of the house. Same concept. Right. So You might see him again, you might not. It just depends what kind of parent you were. Right. But And that's nature. That's nature's thing, though. Like, that's why they do that. So you don't fuck your sister or like... Prevents inbreeding. Right. Which causes deformities. Nutless bucks. Pieball syndrome, mm-hmm. which I'd, I'm starting to think with all the pieballs we got around here that there there might be less chance they move away. <laughs> Dude, you know, we were looking at that buck after I shot him. It just didn't look quite right, you know? Yeah, it had a fucked up head. It was. It didn't have like a wry nose or anything, but he just, yeah, he just didn't look right. That's like Allie said. He just looked like he's got a long nose. And he did almost have like a doe yeah. dip, you know, because bucks you typically got that big rolls, right? Yeah, I cut him off. Okay. No, he's, he's, he, you know, Buck's got that Roman nose. He didn't really have that. And I know, like, their brows are going to swell up and shit here. And like, All right. Probably in the next week, get a little greasy. But it, it wasn't even that. It, that shit's up here. There was, like, a dip there. Like, it, I don't know. Anyway. Maybe he got kicked in the face. And he looked, and he was super long. I've noticed that around he here, was, too. He was a, There's a really long deer, man. I don't know if it's one genetic strain where... Because I've seen a couple deer around here that are well over 250 on the hoof. That That's a big-ass whitetail. And then there's other ones that are... I mean, it's a five-year-old deer. It doesn't break 200 pounds. Right. I mean, because... So this is... It happened, like I said, like within three seconds. From my angle, it was a chip shot. But from my angle, I'm like, fuck. I mean, he, he looked long, straight-backed. Yeah. And, you know, and that's why I was like, shit, I hope he's not two and a half. Because if he's two and a half, he is a good buck. He's already here. But but he's not even really a good buck because that was a small right. fucking rack, too. We talked about that. Yeah, if he was two and a half, I'd have shot him, too, just because of the genetics of it. Like, if you are trying to do quality deer management. Which I'm not. No, I, I kind I mean, I don't fucking know, man. It just, I mean, if it does it for me, it does it for me, you know? You want to give him a chance. And if... The way I look at it, if I know for a fact that that's a two and a half, three and a half year old deer and it's got a decent rack, like if the next year it's going to be, you know, 20, 30 inches bigger, then I'll pass on it in hopes that my neighbor doesn't shoot it. That's the thing, man. Nine times out of 10, or actually literally 66% of the time, you're growing bucks for your neighbor. Also, well, that's what I said, two and a half or three and a half. But if it's December and muzzleloader season... 
and I still have two buck tags in my pocket and I've got a 120 inch three-year-old, you best believe that deer's going in the freezer. 100%. I don't care if he's going to be a 140 next year. I've never really got into that game, dude. Growing bucks, I've just never... Well, that's what I'm saying. If if I know for a fact it's going to be bigger, I'll wait and try and find something different. Or, like, I'll take out the four corns. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care. I, if it's a year and a half old eight point, I'll pass that. Somebody else, hopefully they pass it and let them get bigger. If it's a four corn, fuck it. What's he going to be a six next year? Maybe. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. You never know. You know, you don't know. A spike, you never know. A spike, you know, any, anything like born but could be. If I'm standing there with a two year and a half old bucks with the same size body and one's got an eight point and one's a four point, I'm shooting the four point. Well, obviously, you know, yeah. Now, when you get to. If you're practicing QDM. Right. And it's a very loose practice all around here. We don't even need to get into the fact that there's over a dozen people that hunt this one square block. And there's. But there's still plenty of deer. That's the crazy yeah. thing. There, I mean, and there's so much deer that I actually, and I meant to post this, when I shot those, uh, the doe and the button buck, uh, when me and Zach were dragging it out of the beans, man, I noticed like I was looking at the beans. There was no beans. They're mowed off. All of them were gone. Yeah. And I took a picture of it, been meaning to make a post. I love how every loud vehicle is driving by right, right now today. Uh, semis and stuff but it's because you got the windows open window oh yeah that's because there's a little little stuffy in here every property is different every place is different every state's different you know right and yes so, every, every state is different you, you don't manage every property the same i would say a lot of people can dispute that but they have a, a severe case of um cranial sphincter syndrome <laughs> head up ass uh-huh basically I, I quoted that info and just told everybody like you know it doesn't matter what you shot it with which you know I've been a critic of crossbows in the past, but we'll get into that later. But I, right? But I have, I, to my knowledge, other than like giving you shit or like some of our other close friends, dude. We're, we're and we know we're just being sarcastic. We're never what, gonna not give each other shit, right? You did on that post actually, which was hilarious. Which is why you're talking about that sarcasm button, and we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter. We're all on the same page. We're all, and that was the thing. Like, dude, that buck did it for me, man. Like, I was jacked. You know, I. It just it was cool, dude. And now I got now I'm in a position where I got three tags filled already. It's and shit, that was October third when that happened. So yeah. now I got one buck tag. I got all season. Just sitting wait. Just sitting wait. Dude, that you know, in situations like this, hell yeah, I'm gonna turn into a trophy hunter. I'm I can do that. Well, that's what it is. Me and you both eat it year round for the most part, and that's I mean, if you're out of red meat in the freezer at the start of the season. I'm just like you, the first thing that walks out, provided it's not a fawn, and I know it's not a fawn because I did that last year. Granted, it was twice the size of the one you shot. That was just disappointing. The one last year was disappointing for sure. I was like, damn it, he would have been really nice in three years. Oh, well. Ate fucking phenomenally. Delicious. Oh, yeah. But I'll whether it's with a gun or a bow, I'll stick or drop whatever comes out. If my freezer's empty... Brown, it's down. Mm-hmm. So that post hit and I shared it. You know, I, I put it on the HTF, the page. Uh, dude, pretty much like 99% of the feedback was all positive. From, oh, yeah. You know, everybody was like, congratulations. You know, if it makes you happy, do what you do. And I, 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 I promise you people, you know, I, I said I was apprehensive about posting it, which is why I did it. But it was it was more it wasn't to get a slap on the back. You know, it was admittedly a little bit of promotion for us, 
promotion and i feel like it was kind of to to draw out the people that would be kind of shitty towards it it wasn't even it wasn't even that it wasn't like i was hoping nobody would because i didn't want to deal with it but and, right. and for the most part nobody did I shared it in different groups you know i did it with a fred bear quote it's uh if you measure measure success only in inches you should be a yardstick maker not a deer hunter that <laughs> that pissed a lot of people off because even the even the ones that agreed with me you know, they were like i was i was with you right up until the end and they all had good good reasons why and it was all valid but i'm just like what about the fred bear quote yeah why don't they like that a lot of them said like we're passing just as much judgment as the qdm community i mean passing judgment on us you know what i mean we're passing judgment on them for like, not like shooting pot, the smaller ones. Like pot calling the kettle black kind of thing. See, I don't feel it like that. I feel like if that's the only way. I don't feel like that either. That's that's not what that quote means to me. But everybody that expressed their concerns to me about that quote, I will say they did have valid arguments. I can, I can see where they're coming from, but I, me and you are very like-minded, and I know that's not anywhere close to what you were thinking. No. it would, Dude, there's – dude, if I – I can hunt all season, not shoot a damn deer, and still call it a successful season. If I sit next to you or her, and they and you guys smoke one, shit, I got goosebumps. That's never even happened. Well, it happened with her, <laughs> but not you. You know, um, that's probably because you were giving me shit for not doing anything last year, right up until the first day I went out, and I was like, "Up, oh, big doe down." Right. <laughs> <That was, laughs> you awesome. bastard. You were like three for three. That was funny. Um. Anyway, dude. So, man, made the post. Shared it. Everybody was positive, except it's called Whitetail Pursuit. Michigan Whitetail Pursuit. That's what it is. Uh, go ahead. Get it, boy. Definitely. You know, so when I was going through the groups to share, I definitely was not like sharing on anything that was like, you know, quality buck management. Because I'm a, I'm a member of quite right. a few of them groups, too. Just because, not that I practice it quite a bit, but I like to know what I'm – I like to know everything. You know what right. I mean? Broad spec. So, uh, you know, obviously I didn't share any of those Michiana monsters. Love you guys, but that post probably wouldn't go very well. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't post it, you know, uh, but it was like 14 other groups and it ended up going into like 27, uh, Damn. from other people sharing. Uh, I mean, if I do say so myself, I feel like I pretty much hit the nail on the head as far as, uh, justifying, I guess, or giving people a little bit more of a. What word am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Just letting people know that basically they're not the only ones out there that are doing that shit, man. And like, you shouldn't feel bad about posting the stuff. Well, you kind of gave other people a window of insight too. Like, not everybody has to shoot massive deer. Not, that's not what everybody's in it for. And it, you shouldn't be knocking people that are getting out in the woods, no matter what they're doing. Now, if you shoot something with spots, I'm probably going to call you a bambi killer. But dude, yeah, but, dude, there's people that only get to hunt like four days a year. Right. And you know? dude, I used to be one of them mm -hmm. when I was a teenager and I couldn't drive. Like I relied on Rhonda to take me down the street. I got four or five days a year to hunt, maybe just because school, her work schedule, I couldn't walk down the road with a gun in my hand when I was 14. That's frowned upon. Yeah. I mean, all, all that stuff, like, you know, we've all been there, man. Like there's been people, like even Chris was telling me, cause I was sending him screenshots of some of the comments I got off of that group. And he's just like, well, like, man, what the hell? He's like, these are probably the same dudes that, you know, make 150 grand a year, only shoot booners, probably only take a buck once every two years. You know, like they're not, they're not in it for the same reason. And, you know, 
coincidentally, I actually kind of forgot for a second that Chris is a trophy hunter. Chris Reynolds, that's what I'm talking about. He's been on the show twice now. But, right, but he's not. But no, he's he's not. He's a trophy hunter, but he is not an in-your-face trophy hunter, if that makes any sense. He'll, he he's not. He doesn't pass any judgment at all. I've never seen him do anyway or heard him. Well, I know he also shoots does, too. Yeah, which caught a lot of flack about that, about, you know, why shoot a small buck when you can shoot does. I do. You know, when I, I can't hear, you know. Right. Dan gets mad. Right. But there I can. It's like right 60 there. yards away. Right. It's it's the same herd, but, you know, I'm hunting the man's property. I'm not going to I understand that. It's, it's a respect issue. I get that. But it's the same damn deer ultimately. So now I have an out to where I can handle the does, which which will start being done. But, but my thing is, man, like. Let's get into the comments. So you gave me shit right away. We might as well cover your shit Okay, first. yeah, that's what I want to jump at. So just because in your post you had something that said, I know there's going to be a lot of people that always have that comment of, oh, he would have been great next year. You should have let him go a year. I had to jump on there and just be like, oh, man, should have waited four years, five and a half. He'd have been a booner. Some, some crap like that. Typical. And like. I hit a bunch of laughing faces and tried to make it as sarcastic as possible. Because I know you're kidding. Right. It's it's Brent. But it seemed like there were a few people that didn't catch it. Now, I want to thank you for coming to his defense. Like, you didn't jump my shit, but it definitely seemed like you were like, hey, man, don't do that. Why are you knocking this guy? And thank you, but I wasn't. I was just giving a buddy <laughs> a hard time. Because of his post, and I know so many people do that, but I do appreciate somebody coming to his defense thinking there's other people talking shit. And they, and they were civil about it, which... They were. They were very nice about it. And that's that's the key. So the thing on the white tail, Michigan Whitetail Pursuit was literally not only the only group that gave me any negative con- comments, because, I mean, I did get a few on other ones, but they were just like... Hey, man, nice buck. Congrats if it makes you happy. But, man, have you ever thought about just shooting those, you know? And, like, you know, that's just cool. It's like, yeah, dude, I, I have. Uh, but, you know, I really don't give a shit about this year and a half. I really don't. We also know? just have a straight population problem around here. Well, that's the thing, dude. We're surrounded by beans and corn. And, dude, there how many freaking apple trees do we have out here, dude? I mean, I counted six in the last walk, and that's just from one trail. Yeah, when you were helping me move that tree stand. Yeah. Dude, it's... Glad you didn't die, by the way. Thanks. Glad you shot a deer out of it, too. Literally the first sit. (laughs) Yeah, that was The day after we moved (laughs) it. Did you ever put another ratchet strap around that? I had it in my bag to do (laughs) at first light, but... I forgot. I was busy. No, I was busy shooting shit. Oh. So, anyway, uh, so, like, some of the comments, I I God, I should, without naming names, should read them, but I'll just kind of paraphrase, I guess, but, like, uh... One of them basically said, and this this is the one that really pissed me off. And if you follow me on Snapchat, which I'm sure like barely any of oh, you do, but okay, the the one that really fucking irritated me was the guy who was like, "Listen, man, basically, I want to see you when you have a four corn and a and a hundred and forty inch deer in front of you. I want to see you take that four corn instead of the hundred and forty inch deer because your neighbor was good enough to pass on the year and a half." three years ago to get him to be 140. I don't remember who the guy was. I remember reading the comments. You sent it to me on Snapchat. I would like to ask him, if you're a meat hunter and you have a 200-pound doe in front of you and a, what, 110-pound 
spike or fork horn, I'm shooting the 200 pound doe all day. Right. Let's not even say that. Let's say they have a 200 pound doe in front of them. And then let's say they have a three-year-old spike. If that three-year-old spike weighs as much as the doe, I'll probably shoot the spike. Just say it doesn't. It just doesn't. say it, it's the body's say it's a two year old spike and it's smaller than the doe standing in front of you. Now, me and you are gonna make the obvious choice, but you know, QDM guys. And dude, and there's nothing nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying no, to say that, not. but that's so, we just have we just have I'm just trying to make the point that us and them, we just have completely different mindsets when we're sitting, you know? Okay, so that's where we come into it as that dude was ripping on you and basically passing judgment when I know me and you and probably most of our listeners or followers don't give a flying fuck what their neighbor shoots. Now, granted, there are times when I'm like, damn, I watched that deer for two years. Never got a shot. My neighbor killed it. It happens. That's hunting, man. Right. But those guys were, I mean, they were not nice about it. Just like you, that one in particular, that one post in particular that you sent me. Oh, and there were several off of that. Group, yeah. But that was the, that was the one that, you know, cause I've been in the game a minute and, and I, and I've been trolled a couple times and I can usually let that shit roll off. But that one hit the nerve. I'm like, so you're telling me pass, I, I should not shoot year and a half bucks because it'll make you happy. Fuck you. Bottom line, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm I don't hunt for anybody else. I hunt for me. I hunt, right. for, I hunt for my family. We don't have any issue with them not taking a year and a half old over what a four or five year old because the year and a half is sick or something. I mean, obviously nature's going to take its course, yes, but but we don't pass judgment on them in any way for hunting how they hunt. So they shouldn't pass judgment well, on us for hunting how we hunt. Nobody that, should. No, and that was like a big chunk of the post because I even made sure I stated, I'm like, I am in no, by no means criticizing the QDM community at all or claiming ignorance. However, and then I went into the spiel about, I feel like there's a lot of people that shoot smaller bucks that, that don't post them because they don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah, and I... I'm right there with you. I mean, I've had quite a few that I don't throw up online, mainly because I don't do a whole lot on Facebook. I'm not a big social media guy, but there's also like... Well, fuck, dude, that was... I'm, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but like that picture I posted, he, he looked fucking small. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, it wasn't like I tried to make him look big, you know what I mean? Like, he, it was... I don't want to say embarrassing because it wasn't, but, you know, to some people I could see it being embarrassing for them to post it. No, and I understand. I think the only... <sighs> The only pictures of deer I've ever put online, man, are ones – usually I don't even have the head included or it's just hanging like, oh, filled the tag or something. This is years ago. I don't do it much anymore, if at all. I think I threw up my first buck. My It was my first buck and my first bow kill. Mm-hmm. Now, that was – I think he was a year and a half. I, I don't remember correctly. I didn't actually age him. But, I mean, he was a little eight-point. You know, he was – Quite a bit bigger than the one that you shot, but still, I I had missed 165, 170-inch deer the day before. I was feeling like shit. Like, man, I just... Now, 
granted, I was 17 or 18. It was the first time I shot at a deer and with a bow. That's not even an excuse, though. Like, I, I feel it's like not, and, and that's but, the fucking problem is those assholes take you saying shit like that, though. And I know you're not using it as well, an excuse, but that's that's what they say. And it drives me fucking crazy. When I know, but that. that's what I'm, I'm trying to get into. You said that deer did it for you. Mm-hmm. I watched this one come in and I was like, man, I know there's a big one, but... I'm bow hunting. This is awesome. He came into 10 yards. He walked up under my tree. I watched that deer for like 35, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is finally, I'm like, man, that'd be a cool one. It's like, fuck it. Let's see if I can get a shot. First shot, clipped a limb I couldn't see right over his back. Like, huh, well, maybe I shouldn't have shot at that. Dude fucking walked into me, like straight up walked at me after that. It's like, huh, okay, well, it's a sign from above. I mean, dude, I'm sorry, but that's why those year and a half are so much fun. They're just forgiving, you know? It was so exciting, though, being my right. the first one I shot with a bow. Like, well, so, you, you, so you're saying like you were 17, young bow hunter. Yep. So, and that's what a lot of those guys were jumping on. But like, you're an experienced bow hunter. Are you kidding me? You have the patience of a 10-year-old, blah, blah, blah. You can't pass up on that. It's like, dude, it wasn't. I would do the same exact thing today. It was not about that at all. I do like a half-ass QDM whenever I even do it. You know what I mean? Like right now, I guess I would. I, I don't even wouldn't even call it QDM. It's just like I'm. I'm gonna be a little bit more selective. I'm gonna be a lot more selective because I can be. Right. But dude, I, I hunt white-tailed deer to put meat in my freezer. Period. Period. I haven't shot a buck over a hundred inches since 2019. Okay. And that's okay with me. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I think there's only two, and one of them, he would have been about 120, but he had one side snapped off, completely right. snapped off flush. I told you about that one the other night. He was three and a half, four, yeah. somewhere in there. But, I mean, I had trail cam pictures. I was trying to be selective, and I think he was fighting with my target buck that I had missed prior. He Came in, I tried to give my cousin a shot for his first buck. He's like, I can't say it. Finally, the thing walked into like 50 yards. I'm like, okay. Hung up the phone, wrecked a shell, and pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I hung up. I think I set the phone on the seat. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, man, like, there's some years where I'm I'm chasing big bucks. There's some years where I'm just trying to fill a freezer, which is most of the time because I, I will say well, this. Like, this year, I am... Blessed, for lack of a better term. Oh, shit, I am blessed, for lack, lack of a better term, just for the fact that I have acquired probably, I would say, another 40 acres between the two properties that I can hunt. Yeah. Uh, surrounding the ones I'm already hunting. So, like, I have a little bit. Now I can I can hunt bedding. I can hunt over feed. I can hunt to and from. Like, so... Before, like, we didn't have any feed here. We had the, the hay field, but right. um, last year, especially my fiance. Didn't have any feed here. You got, like, seven apple trees out there. Well, yeah, <laughs> but we we had a good year this year. Last year, it wasn't as, right. you know, there wasn't as much fruit on the trees. Um, But, yeah, dude, so, like, I've but I've spent the majority of my life even hunting my parents' house, which I can't hunt anymore, which sucks. But, uh, God, I wish I could have afforded to buy that. Uh, we all do. Um. It was the property next to my parents. <laughs> now, like, my, my parents are still alive. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, Damn it, I wish I could have bought your dad's house. <laughs> right. Um, 
but that's where we hunted. Dude, my dad's been hunting that property for 40 years. It's gone, you know, and that, and that blows. But uh, that was a that was a very unique property. It was it was the bottom of a bowl. If you were to zoom out, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. After for about a, about two miles, it's eh, about a mile half. It's about a good a, a good bowl. And we're in the bottom of that stuff, and it was all like CRP uh, pines, Man. thick, and so it was like that clearing. You would just get it would be dead until about well about gun season. I wouldn't last year. We the last two years living up here, I would bow hunt my ass off up here, and it would drive my brother nuts because he would bow hunt his ass off down there. On the property we've hunted Wouldn't for years, see shit. But I, I know I'm like you're not gonna see shit, man. Like, there's no feed, you know. In the signing stage in like early October, you'll get them like right about now. You'll get them hitting the scrapes and stuff pretty hard. But yeah, um, yeah, and then they'll start chasing a little bit. But man, there's really no reason for them to be there. So the best bet is the morning because you're you're gonna catch them going back into that you know that crp and well the bucks especially getting into the thick yep you know because once their their antlers turn hard that's where they're bedded and dude i I think it was the last two years it was four for four or three for three i shot one or two and well she shot one and i shot the rest but it was like pissed him off so bad yeah then you made it worse this year didn't mean to sorry buddy it's okay, Bob. Your brother's just kind of an imbecile sometimes. He doesn't think before he I goes. was just bragging like, man, I got three deer in the freezer before October 3rd, man. That's got to be some sort of record. And like, I mean, he's got his own property to hunt. Right. And he's got other ones to hunt too. But it just, that's kind of a low blow and I didn't even mean to. Sorry, buddy. Love you. Where was I going, dude? I was going somewhere. We were talking about the post. Yeah, I I think you pretty much covered most of it. You were just you talking about the one guy that was saying, "Well, that one, that one got started, you know." And then I, oh, then then there was the guy. And this is the shit that it's it's like passive aggressive as shit. You know, it's like, well, congratulations on your buck. That's a that's a nice one. Uh, but uh, just saying, year year and a half old bucks are like the participation participation trophies of hunting. So there's that. But congratulations. It's like, oh, fuck you too, buddy. Like, you just... So I looked at that dude's profile, admittedly. Like, went to his personal profile. I'm like, of course. Fucking rides his side-by-side out there. It was fucking blind every day. His profile pictures with him and his one 160-inch deer. Didn't see very many other ones. Nice. Yeah, probably hadn't shot a buck in 10 years. Which is, I mean, fine, dude. That's what you want to do. But I'm trying to eat, dude. I'm not trying to decorate my wall. Dude, I, I think I have had venison. If it wasn't venison, I've been eating off that wild crab since we went down there for like four days. But, right, that was good. But I just, just before we get off the subject, I mean, we, this is like kind of been an all over the place pinball. But uh, the funny That's what pa- camp talks are. The I know, but the funny part was was like I'm like you know tech. We're Snapchatting back and forth, like me and you and me and, uh, you know, Joe Foiler and a couple other guys. And Joe was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Joe was my favorite. His, his comment was the best. Joe, I'm going to make sure you watch this episode so I can give, make sure you catch your shout out, dude. He's like, fuck that guy. He's like, I'll take and shoot a year and a half and a three and a half in the same fucking day with the same arrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I dude, love it. Uh, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I mean, that's. That's how we roll down here, man. I mean, we got big bucks, but 
I mean, there's so many fucking deer around here. Oh, man, that's, that's what I was going to say with that that first one I shot with a bow, man. It was a 90 to 100-inch basket rack 8. I mean, if I had that deer walk up to me at 10 yards when I had my 350 in my hand, I'd put one through his neck. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. If that deer walks up to 10 yards and mills around for a half hour, I'm going to watch it. And if I have nothing in the freezer, it's getting a bullet put in it or an arrow or a bolt. If it's it does weird. it, it does it. And that's what it was, man. It just did it for me. And it was what it was. And I, I'm, I'm proud of it. I mean, it just, the the fact that I was apprehensive at all is when I'm like, dude, fuck this. And it, it cause like, like normally like a buck like that, like, you know, I'm not going to post a gripping grin. Right. You know, look at my butt. There was no grinning, dude. You looked tired of balls in that photo. I was. I had just smoked a, uh, a joint before I went out to finish that track job, too, because I had to call my nerves. Sorry, guys, for all you non-marijuana smokers, but I had to, man. My, You know how it is, dude. I was like, I know he's dead. You, you know he's dead. I wasn't, like, that nervous, but I'm just like, ah. I don't know, man. I had one that I knew was dead, and my neighbor shot it two months later. But, uh, fucking hornady rounds. But that was the thing, man. Like, you know, normally, like a buck like that, it'd be like the four wheeler picture that I posted originally, just like, you know, him draped over the right, back, like, right. found him. Fuck yeah. But I was like, no, because Allie did, you know, since I was in the woods, she was with me. I'm like, fuck it. We'll take a few, you know, why not? And, uh, and I, and I wasn't going to post him because there's nothing to brag about. You know, I already covered it with the other one. It's like, you know, he's a nice buck. But the fact that I was apprehensive, because I'm like, oh, people will talk shit because he's small. Well, fuck them. Well, I kind of... Fuck them. Funny you say that. I kind of felt the same way about the first one I shot. My aunt actually talked me into doing it because I was living with them at the time. And she's like, no, it's your first buck. I don't care how big or small or whatever. Like, get get down there and hold them up. I'm like, be proud. All right. You know, she talked me and she made me feel way better about it. Mm-hmm. I already felt awesome. I'm like, this is great. Then I'm like, I don't know how everybody's going to react because of the shit you get for it. But she basically said the same thing. She's like, no, fuck them. You're, I see how happy you are. Get your ass down there. Let me take some pictures. Yeah, I mean, it's I, – I, I can't say it enough, dude. He did it for me. You know, dude, I, I my heart was racing. I was just, you know, like, that's hunting. Yep. That, and that's bow hunting, dude. I got – goosebumps right now dude just like mm. well and that's the thing like when you just hear that sound you want you just you just know you smoked it's them, that you instinctive know? fucking yeah oh love it but it's like and then you got these assholes man and, and, and it what it did was like you know i was on a high all day because you know it was it was supposed to be a promotional post uh but the, the main reason was to give people some confidence because you know, I, I, I know there's a shit ton of people out there that, you know, they don't, they don't have the property to hunt. They don't have the time to hunt, you know, as much as me or you or a lot of these trophy hunters do. And they can be picky. Right. You know, or like, you know, I'm in a situation right now where I have plenty. I have over 50 pounds of burger in the freezer right now, plus all the roasts and steaks. Like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I can, and she's got two more tags. But there's a lot of people that aren't lucky enough to be in that situation. That's why the post happened, but mainly just to like, it, it wasn't to draw out the naysayers, but just 
to shut them up, kind of like. I guess if, if if that makes any sense, just like you know, like look, there is peer review data that says like, and I, and I'm not trying to say I'm. There's also that, people out there that are going to be happy for you that you shot whatever you shot, and that was the majority of the people. Which I mean, there was an overwhelming response. I mean, I I can't believe how hard that post hit. I mean, it was it, my phone's been still going off all day today. Um, I shut those notifications off. Pr- probably a good call. Um. You know, but it, it's damn it. Where the hell was it going with that? But it's them them giving me so much shit. Like it, it, a lot of it didn't even make sense what they were saying. You know, and I it, it's really hard not to get emotional about it. As far as like you want to oh, get can, mad and you want to snap kinda... off, and you're just like, Ugh! but. Well, man, that's when I was. First of all, I was representing us, so I wasn't trying to. And that's when you said that you wanted to have somebody on, like if somebody volunteered to come on and talk. Which, by the way, it's been 19 hours and I still haven't got a response to that comment. Nobody wants to come on. There was one dude that said, oh, if you guys weren't five hours away, like we'll do a phone interview. I, I will I, I will debate you guys all day long and, and it's not even like debate like I just I just want to promote healthy discussion because the way you guys attacked and and it was like it was like a pack of wolves on on a fucking wounded elk dude it was like and by the way I'm not saying I was a wounded elk I'm just but it was like <laughs> that was the mentality yeah hive minded yep you know I'm going to jump on this train. And it was just like, do you guys realize what you guys are doing? Like, we're all on the same team, man. And there's other, I will say, and I meant to say this earlier, but just the funny part about all this, that's what I started to say with the Snapchat, is, uh, you know, I'm texting Chris and I'm like, man, these guys, I just can't fucking believe this shit, man. Like, you know, he's like giving me some really long-winded responses. And that's what I was like, oh, shit, he, he is kind of a trophy hunter. I'm sorry. You know, but he, he more or less agreed with me the whole time anyway. But I texted him last night because I actually took myself a quick tour of that that group. Michigan Whitetail Pursuit. Very much a trophy hunting group. Very much. Like, everybody in there is trophy hunters. I'm like, oh, God. So I, I texted Chris this morning. I think I texted you too. I'm like, I was the damn troll. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to be, but I was. So I am sorry for that. I mean, I should never posted that fucking thing there, but... I mean, that being said, man, like, there's just, if you guys don't have anything nice to say on a post like that, like, try to word it different at least. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, man, you, that, that's you're allowed thing. to dis, You're allowed to disagree, but, like. But you don't have to have your thumbs hit the buttons on your damn phone and type it in. Even still, you like, don't I'm okay, have I'm okay. to post anything. I'm, I understand that, too. Like, if, like, you know, if, if it's, if. You know, you talk about people having the fucking patience of a 10-year-old and not being able to pass up on a year and a half deer, but you don't have any self-control either, motherfucker, because you got right on that cell phone and right, right on that keyboard. It's just on a different platform. And then when I said, come on the show, crickets. And that's... See, I don't think any of them on there would have the composure to where I would be willing to sit down with them. I just want to talk. I literally I just want to talk. I know, but I don't see them staying calm enough in in that scenario. It's hard. It, it was know. hard for me to stay calm enough last night. You know I was pissed off. Oh, I know. I, I got I got all the text messages. 
Sorry, buddy. Love you. I was like, I don't know if he's pissed or drunk or both. So to be clear, I had, I had told him that I invited pretty much everybody from that group, anybody that wanted to debate us to please come on the show and we will have a civil discussion. And Josh was like, Mm-mm, brother, that was dumb. <laughs> That's a bad idea. And I said, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. And you said, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, I don't even know if I said, okay. I was like, no, ah. you didn't never really did, but you just said, you said you'd be good with it, which we still, I mean, dude, we need to say we as a podcast, as a, as a community, as an HTF community, need to really set an example going on because going forward with this season, because I was just taken away about how just just nasty them fuckers were, dude. Like that was not right, man. Now I will say them. Like I said, ninety nine percent of the people were just nothing but, you know, high fives, good luck, right? Or, you know. Good words, but it was words of encouragement, but it's hard not to get emotional, man. It's hard not to, not, not to snap. No, I, I get that, man. That's why I said it's a bad idea because, I mean, the household I was raised in, like, you talk a little shit, you give your friends a little bit of shit, but if you come up to a stranger and you, like, pop off or some shit, like, you open your mouth, it's going to get shut. So I have a real hard time bringing myself back to, like, not just telling somebody to go fuck themselves when they cop an attitude like that or want to tear somebody down. Well, it's not It's not only that, but, like, somebody would – I mean, there was literally close to a thousand responses across the board that I had to kind of go through yesterday. And I tried to like every single one. If I missed them, I'm sorry. Um, and, I, and I did – I literally tried to read them all. And, yeah, it was – most of them were just congrats. But there was, there was quite a few that were long-winded. Most of them are long-winded. Everybody was very passionate about that. And uh, I, th- I think my post, for the most part, did what I wanted it to do. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of that translated into downloads, which is unfortunate, but whatever. Um, but I th- I th- the main goal of just giving some people some confidence to be like, hell yeah, it's my buck and I'm proud. You know, not worry about what people say. And hopefully... The ones that are typically the ones criticizing will hit the brakes a little bit, man. And I, I still thought that was so funny that <laughs> I know damn well I got on there before anybody. It was giving you shit, but I was I was doing it just I was more or less I was making fun of the guys that give people shit for that. Like if you're gonna be the guy that gives someone shit for being proud of their year and a half old buck or two and a half year old buck. That's kind of what my post was, is poking fun at them. Well, and they're in it I, for a different reason. You I know? know, but I'm I'm just, I'm so glad people came up and they were like, whoa, dude. And But then that, man, congrats to them or kudos to them because they, they weren't even nasty about it. They no, were, they weren't. That's why I didn't say shit back. I just. Well-worded response, very diplomatic. Just like, hey, brother, like, maybe not. Until Linda <laughs> hopped on there and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, Linda the Valley. Yeah. She, dude, she knew. She got it immediately. I'm like, see, this is why we need a sarcasm button. But I mean, we've been kicking that horse for a minute. Uh, about this post, but just that sparked this whole episode. So I figured see, that was what the uh, what else you got on there, buddy? You're, based, hi- you're hiding stuff from me. I don't know. I just I want to give Vigi Stitches uh, shout out here in a minute. Oh, yeah, but. you you had that. Uh, you posted some stuff from Edgy Stitch on our page, didn't you? I did. So uh, they're doing custom orders and stuff now. Um, 
and like for you ladies that watch the show they have a, a, a huge line of like mom like sports mom shirts where they do like a lot of like cool sayings and shit uh i can't think of any offhand but they're cool check out our link on our their link on our page uh and check them out uh but speaking of itchy stitch they did our sweatshirts they're done i don't know if you guys there you go bud can get a good look at those htf and on the front here just says htf podcast uh these are 35 dollars we have you counted, didn't she? Wasn't there five in there that were given away at the contest? I didn't, I didn't count. That's not what I was doing. I was looking for your memory card that you lost. I figured bottom of the box. That's awesome. <laughs> I think I counted earlier. There's like four or five of those were given away at the Big Buck contest. Uh, so if you guys show up to that, you're eligible to win. Uh, but if you guys like those and want to order one, we're doing prepay orders. I know it's kind of a pain in the ass because you you pay for your shit and you don't get it for a couple months, but it's a bulk order kind of thing. Uh, but I'm just gonna go groups of ten, dude. Like, yeah. So if we get if we get ten orders, uh, we've already got two. So if we get eight more people that want the shirts, just give me the money and your information. I promise I'm not gonna take off with your money. Uh, you'll get your stuff, and then uh, I'll put in the order to Karen from Iggy Stitch, and we'll get it going. Uh, we got some long sleeve t-shirts coming, so we'll probably do the same thing for those. Uh, we got new hats. Uh, you're actually wearing the one I used. Yeah, I keep the same the, style uh, I used to wear. Keep the nice one on for special occasions. I ordered the orange. I mean, it's a bright orange. I the old like, orange ones were a little darker, and then I like my old orange one better. I do too. It, uh, well, it fits the, my the, head better. But it was a Velcro back, and I I really. The Velcro back is a pain in the ass. I do like the snapbacks way better. These are these are the Richardsons. Yep, and uh, I love the way they fit. But yeah, that you can't get them in a darker orange. It's pretty. I have discovered I have a funky shaped head. I could have told you that. I <laughs> figured your fiance, being she cuts my hair, would know that. But what have you been doing? Wait till I pass out on the deck and feeling around up there. I've seen you without your hat a couple times. It's, I mean, it's not like bad. It just... <laughs> With that face, Jesus. It's... Anyway, there were some questions also on that post. I just want to answer really quick before we shut this little little quickie we did here off. Uh, first one, how did you get those back straps so clean? I forgot who asked that and on which page it was, but everybody was pretty impressed with the meat cleaning from the picture of the fridge. Really? Yeah. Uh, which I was like, same thing. I'm like, don't you guys all do that? But uh, bring them so, over, boys. So, Josh. Uh, well, you know, I should, since I did it, so uh, the back straps in particular, I would get them so clean. It's like skin and a fish. Exactly. Flaying a fish, dude. Like, take the whole back strap, I cut them in halves. I flip it over so the silver skin is on the countertop, cut straight down the middle, turn your blade, angle it down, and just ride it. Ride that silver skin all the way down, and when you flip it back over, it should look nice, red, clean, clean as a whistle. Yep. And then just do the same thing on the other side. And uh, I even do it the opposite way. I will slide my fillet knife under it, tilt the blade up, and run that out. I've got one fillet knife that works fantastic for it, yep. so I can watch how much meat I'm taking with it. Mm-hmm. That'd be guys, because my mine's all by feel. Yep, which and is what it is. But you know, 
if it takes you an extra 30 seconds or a minute to do it, I mean, what what's that? Well, there was guys too. Things? There were some guys on there. They were like, you know, why don't you just leave the silver skin on? For, you know, to prevent against freezer burn and bacteria, which it which does, I, it does kind of help with that. No, it definitely does, and I've done it before. But man, I just got tired of trimming it out when I opened up the package, dude. If, when I open up that package in July, I just want to throw it on the grill, man. I don't want to mess with any of that bullshit. There are some some pieces that I will leave stuff on. Like I I go pretty high on the back strap. I get almost into the neck where we did some fajitas we, we out both, of that the other night, yeah. and you know it takes a little bit of trimming, but. I label my packages so I know that that's like, okay, this is going to take me 20 minutes when I pull it out of the fridge and I go to chop everything up. I'm going to take a little extra time, take all the silver skin and tallow and all that out of there. And then I have the other three chunks of it that are clean as a whistle, ready to go, throw them in the smoker and done. And I'm in a different situation too as with Allie because, you know, she'll cook it. But I'm not gonna ask her to trim it up, you know. Right. Oh, we'll fix that next year. <laughs> right. Oh, dude, it was so funny. She was with me when I found that buck, and I was gutted. <laughs> she's like, Bleh. I don't. Dude, Bleh. she's pregnant right now. It wouldn't have mattered, man. She's just. She's like, I. Squirrels, rabbits. Did... I thought that was empty. Shit. Nope. <laughs> Most of it's on my hand. You want to lick it? Nope. <laughs> not even a little bit. That face was worth it. Oh, Jesus. I don't know where your hands have been. I washed them right before I got here. I was in the shower. Like I knew any of that. Or care. <laughs> I'm still not licking your fucking finger, okay? But um, but the, what I was surprised about is a lot of people didn't recognize all the, the cuts. They're like, well, oh. Because they were like, a lot of them I literally think thought all that was backstrap. Well, most people take their shit to processors anymore. Right. Because I the tenderloins, which we're about to eat here, like as soon as we shut this off, do you uh, still have? How did? That, well, it, them are gone the first day usually. I I can't believe Bert didn't eat those raw in the field. Just like, hey, I didn't have time to cook them that night. We already had shit. Thought I said out. raw in the field. You did. You did. <laughs> but uh, no. Usually I do eat them that night. But yeah. Every time I do that lately, it's like you know she's. She loves them, but she'll have like a half of one. Mm. And these are some good size back straps. I mean, there's tenderloins. Yeah, tenderloins. I'm sorry, they're they're longer than this sheet of legal pad. So I'm like, well, shit. I don't want to waste it. So I was like, you know, we invited some brother friends over, and you're coming. So we got some other stuff going on. But anyway, that's why they're still here. Yeah. God damn it! See, this sidetracked me. Wasn't I talking about something? I have no idea. The dump of the oh, beer on my hand was a pretty good distraction. That was, for yes. sure, for sure. No, it was uh, – everybody thought that all that stuff was backstrapped, which is – I so in the picture, if you go look at that post, uh, it's really easy. You just go to the HDF Facebook page, and it's the one that has all the comments and likes and shares. It's the latest – well, not the latest. The latest is Edgy Stitch, isn't it? Yeah. The uh, one right below that that's got – A long-winded – explanation of why i shoot two a year and a half old bucks a stone burt holding a seven point (laughs) yeah yeah that one um but uh no man so like i had on on the on that picture of the rack i had below it i had the you know i took one shoulder cut it in half so i had a blade roast yep and then a shoulder shank roast and then i had uh the three bags of grind which Mm -hmm. i I weighed and it was like 19 some pounds 
which is awesome because I really wasn't. It, it sounds about accurate. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, up top on the rack, the the pretty meat was just seamed out hindquarters, and a lot of people are like, "What part of the deer is that?" Top round, bottom round, eye round, sirloin tip. Yeah, because people did like, you even you didn't even have sirloin tip in there. No, I put them in the grind. Remember we talked about that the other day. Right? Yeah. Maybe not on the podcast, but me and you were talking in the garage. I'm like, man, I always save them. You can't really use them for pastrami because of all the connective tissue. Right. So it doesn't work out good. I don't really use them for – I mean, could use them for steaks, but I don't need to use them for steaks. Could use them for jerky. I mean, that's what I was doing with them. But I, I never make jerky. Like fajitas would be good. My only thing – yeah, like so like my thing with sirloin tip roast, and I only we only do it like twice a year, is like you don't take a, a whole tip roast, the football, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, and throw it in the crock pot. It's – lean it just right. has connective tissue down the middle there's really well, it's it's like a couple of different pods of meat wrapped yeah it's the top of your thigh yeah so it's like it's your quad you know it's like it's really hard to, to if, if you're cutting steaks with it it's, it's kind of rough and it's kind of hard to you can't really seam that out unless you're doing burger which that's where I'm at with it, man. Like I, I'll keep. I'm gonna keep two this year off the next deer I shoot. Yeah, but that's gonna be. So I'll throw it in a crock pot, cook it all day, and it shreds up really nice. We do like steak tacos. Okay. Yeah. Same way I cook a turkey leg. You know, same shit. But uh, yeah, so there's no sirloin tip roast, but like a lot of people thought, like the eye around was the tenderloins. I thought that was kind of cute. I'm like, <laughs> they no, look man. very. They look very similar. They they do. They're like the hidden tenderloin, technically, is what a lot of people call them. They're not actually as tender, though. No, I don't think they're anywhere no. near as tender. <laughs> so I do I do have a trick to that. The the eye around. So your tenderloins, you pull them, cook them that night, tender as hell, good to go. Eye around, you, if you want it close to that, you kind of have to wet age it for like a week or two. Which wet age, that's just, you know, vacuum seal it and leave it in the fridge. So, I mean, I've done two weeks and it gets really tender, but after that, I season it. You don't season it, it, you just straight back seal it. You don't put it straight back seal. Well, it's just aging. I'm not marinating or any of that. I just don't know if you put like vinegar or something in there. No, mm -mm, don't need to. It just starts to break down a little bit. And I mean, an aging process is technically a, a rotting process. Same thing as the beef you buy in the store. It's been hanging on a meat hook for six months. I guarantee it. Okay, that's an exaggeration. Not six months, but at least a month. But you wet age it, and then when I pull them out, I will just either a, a meat tenderizer that's got the spikes or a fork. Works just as well. Just stab the shit out mm-hmm. of it after you season it. And then put it back in a Ziploc bag and a marinade for a day. Tender as hell. I'm going to have to try that. Because when I bust out those roasts, you know, anything from the hind quarter, I'm either giving it to you to make it in pastrami. Yep. The eye of round I typically keep, and that's going to be like cut cut super thin and pan fry it with some butter and whatever yeah. else. That's usually what I do. And that's the other ones, you know, the top and bottom round are either. Which one's the bigger of the two? It's just bot- bottom round's a bigger one, right? <sighs> bottom round, that's 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 an ass cheek. But that's I believe. So there's like yeah. the little rectangle and there's the big rectangle. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's bottom. So the big rectangle I say for smoking, which is another, also what we're having tonight. Nice. Um, I brought backstrap. 
You did. Because you still have some from last year, fucker. I still can't I'm believe I'm the only you. one that eats it. I shot five deer. That's insane, dude. We it's backstrap. almost gone now. She gives me shit, man, because I'll, I'll straight up go through the primo cuts first every fucking time. Just And then once those are out, we go through the roast. And then by then, hopefully, it's hunting season. Oh, dude, I make a lot of chili, so I'm, I usually... It's, How the boys like that, by the way? It's fucking gone. That was a giant pot. He made some pop chili for the guys at work. Dude, six plus quarts, gone by the end of lunch. That's crazy. They were, they were just welding. There's like four of us. Mm. Good chili. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, could have been a little Is spicier. It, did you do that because you were late Monday? No. Like an I'm sorry, guy. No, I actually, we do, uh, so the welding area and our boss, because he used to weld. Jeremy doesn't weld anymore. He's a desk jockey. He was supposed to do chili this week. Every Wednesday, we bring in white chicken chili, venison chili, some kind of crock pot deal for the whole welding area. He's like, nope, I'm busy. I can't do it. Like, Perfect. I have a – I had another chunk of backstrap marinating in the fridge. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do with it. So I diced up backstrap in one-inch cubes. <laughs> And I put it in the chili with two pounds of burger. Oh, my God. It was so good. Because I usually. I'm almost offended if you put the goddamn backstrap in the <laughs> no, chili. No, no, dude. Usually I will take heart and I'll dice up the heart into like half inch cubes and throw in the chili. Oh, that's another thing I want to talk about. But yeah. But I don't have any heart left. So the heart and the tongue. That's another thing people kept asking because I saw them in the tongue. pictures. Josh, not a fan of the tongue, but the tongue is good. It's cat food pate. If you guys like Braun Schwager, it's it's that that particular batch of tongues. I, it was. I had to get a beer to wash the taste out of my mouth. They weren't stored properly either. I threw them all. Like, dude, you like these are burnt as fuck. They were, but it shouldn't really matter because I didn't think because you just boil them and then you take that skin off and shit anyway. Like, if you if you, I'm not gonna go through the whole damn process, but if if you. It's the same as a beef tongue. If you've ever done beef tongue tacos or pulled pulled beef barbecue or whatever you want to call it. So the deer tongue. Tongue's a tongue. So my favorite way to do it, though, is to boil it with the chicken broth. You boil that for six hours. Ice bath, get the shit off, cut it thin, and just put a little Lowry seasoning and eat it with a cracker or something. It's like a little party dish, you know? But uh, the other day we tried doing tongue tacos and it just... <laughs> you didn't season them at all. Here, try this cold chunk of not firm. Like it wasn't mushy, but it wasn't firm. Like it... that was not a good example of tongue. So we let's... we need to let's just get off the tongue topic. <laughs> so the uh, the heart though, heart's good. Heart's like, delicious. So if those of you that are leaving it in the woods, uh, shame s- on you. Stop, stop doing that because at unless least you it, blow it apart, right? What I, yeah, I didn't nick my heart. I didn't even mean to. But uh, shot a little low, bud. You know why? Because for fucking decades, I have always sighted my. I don't know why. I just have. I've always sighted my first pin in like zero to twenty, and used that as like my zero to twenty five. And I don't know, after 20, 
three years of bow hunting, <laughs> I've decided that maybe I should just slide it in for 15 because that's typically where the shots I end up are at, you know? So why don't you just run a 10, 20, 30? That's pretty much what I'm, oh, I'm running a 10 to 20, a 30 to 35, and a 40 to 45. It's bow hunting, okay. man. It's, you, you just, those little, just depends on where it's at. I understand. The pin game is... You, you know what you don't have to worry about that with? Hey, man. A crossbow. I know, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> but there's something about just fucking drawing back and just sinking, just sticking them, you know? It's like, fuck yeah. All all the all the hours you spent out on the target range, just slinging arrows, dude. That is something <laughs> I wanted to get into on this. I don't know how, how long we've been going for... A little over an hour, so we should probably wrap it up soon. But just as like the crossbow compound thing, I, I those. yes, sir. If you didn't want to fly, it wasn't on. I truly do miss shooting my compound. I loved it. It was one of my favorite things ever. I used to go out in the backyard and I'd shoot groups at thirty yards that were five arrows smaller than the top of the beer can. I mean, I keep them within two inches at thirty yards. It's literal meditation. It is. It's awesome. And we you know when you start to get tired, you can see stuff start to wander. But that being said, even if I could still shoot like that today, I'd probably take the crossbow to hunt the field. Just for the... it In a gun argument, if you're going out to hunt an elk, are you going to take a 300 wind mag? No. To where you can shoot an elk at 300 yards? Or are you going to take a 350... That it'll kill an elk, but you got to shoot it at a hundred yards. No, I I feel you, but that's I feel like that's the difference. At least for me, is whitetail is something I'm blessed enough to be able to hunt them on the reg. You yeah. know what I mean? We'll see when Waylon gets here how uh, <laughs> how much that plays how regular out. But, that is right. So, uh, but no, it's one of them things where I can do it on the regular. So it's I feel like challenging yourself and i feel like you know like these qdm guys man like they're, they're challenging themselves and that that's okay yeah that's fine you know but um yeah i i, I get what you're seeing but the only thing i don't like about shooting a deer with my compound versus the crossbow the crossbow is legal to hunt with here it gives me a lot of advantage from zero to 50 yards over the compound once you get past 50, it's kind of into the same game other than they don't see you. Like, as far as being able to make that shot past 50, it's just as hard as making a 20-yard shot with a bow. Other than the deer's not going to jump and spook. That factor goes out the window, which is why I love it. It When I pull the trigger on that crossbow and that bolt sends, if I don't fuck up, it's it's there. It's at the deer. They can't duck, jump, run. You've got a 90% chance that animal's not going to move before that bolt hits them. It's efficient and it's ethical for sure. I have hit deer with a bow enough times, a compound, not a crossbow, where the deer moved or I hit something that I didn't see right in front of them and it wounds an animal and it just gives me the sickest feeling in my stomach that I I don't... should. I don't if it, if it do doesn't, it. something's wrong with you and you shouldn't even be out there. If 
which is why when when I started to like have trouble with shooting with glasses and stuff, and mm-hmm. I didn't have the right prescription, I got to the point where I'm like, "Fuck this, no." We talked about this the other day off mic. Uh, after the episode with TJ Brubaker, which is probably going to end up posting after this. Why is that doing that? Drives me nuts. With the oh, it's just the lighting. We're going to wrap this up here in a second. But uh, it's hive-minded. We've talked about that before. You know, I just, in my head, I just have it drilled in me that crossbows are bad. And so, you know, I'm team, I'm team compound or whatever you want to say so like i understand how efficient and ethical they are like and it's not if you're not taking 100 yard shots right right as long if you're an ethical if, hunter if, with if, it if you're using it responsibly it's a hell of a weapon right uh maybe that's a lot of the bad taste in my mouth was from when it first came out or was made legal because there wasn't a lot of that happening there was People a lot of dumb shots hucking shots they didn't know any better about and but I mean, whatever. I mean, use what you use. I mean, it's it's not it's not right for me to say that, and, and I don't think I have. But said that it's wrong no. to use it. No, you've never said it's wrong to use it. I mean, you give me shit like I give you shit. But that's I mean, we're, it's, we're buddies, it, right? It, it's friends amongst friends, just talking back and forth, right? But it, dude, if Joe Schmo came at me like, dude, look at my book, you know, and he shot it with a crossbow. I'm not gonna say shit about it, or I'm not even gonna think about it. Now, see one of one of my buddies. Actually, I went hunting with him out in Missouri. He was hunting with one of our other friends a couple of years ago, and they had a nice ten point. I mean, damn near like that one you got sitting there, and it wouldn't cross the property line. But they were sitting out with the other guy's crossbow during archery season, and he was like, I mean. I'd have shot it, but at the same time, I'd have been like, but I shot it with a crossbow. Like, why would you say it like that? Why would you say it like that? Don't downgrade something like that just because you used a different weapon. It's like, yeah, I could run out there and spear the son of a bitch, too. I'll, 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 I'll we should, I'm gonna, I want to end the conversation on this. You know, when it comes to talking about crossbows specifically, you know, it's one of those things where, the beauty of them is that they're easy to use, right? Yeah. You know, which is, I guess, on occasion, you can say that I have had or said negative comments about it. But the positive is that they are getting more people out into the woods. It is. Youth, youth more than anything, which is huge, huge. Because now it's, I mean, I mean. If kids don't hunt, eventually nobody's going to hunt. Exactly. You know. The youth is the most important thing to this thing that we do because without them, eventually this thing disappears. You know, and like, wait, does that mean that we don't have to buy tags and everything's a free for all? No, it means like <laughs> the right units. You know, we're we're going to be California. Do you want to be California, where everybody wants to drill holes in your fault line and stick dynamite down it and ship you off into the ocean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like Michigan to Ocean, same shit. Uh, anyway, man, like it, it just it gets people out. Uh, the old, the elderly, the youth, you know, you know, like Karen from Itchy Stitch, huge hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, if she couldn't hunt crossbow, she wouldn't archery hunt. 
just I mean, she's a tiny girl. She, I mean, for her to pull back a bow that, you know, she could probably pull a bow on back that's past 35 pounds, but that can kill a deer. But dude, that's like shooting trad. You got to be like 10 yards away. Yep. Like, so I get it. It's awesome. It, it does a lot of good things for the hunting community. That being said, I I just I just have that like the, I I am guilty. And that's of, fine, I'm, dude. I know, and I'm gu- I'm guilty of hive mentality. The same shit that I'm giving the guys on the QDM side on that what, Michigan whitetail pursuit. And and you know what, guys? I mean, dude, I just want to be clear. Like, there's no like hard feelings. Like none none, none of that shit. Like. There was some shit that hit a nerve just because, like, I don't understand how in the hell you guys can think like that. And that's why we want you guys to come and have a conversation with us. Right? I don't. I do. Because I will grit and bear it with a glass of whiskey that you're more than welcome to share. And we get whiskey in here. It might get a little crazy. but Brent's not allowed to have whiskey. Yeah. But it's okay to have a disagreement with somebody, especially online. It's okay to... Yeah, it's opinions. Right. As long as you know when you make that comment and hit that send button that... Everybody can see it. Everybody can see it, and your opinion is probably not going to change the person, the other person's opinion. So just keep it civil, man. We're all on the same team. All on the same team, so... Well that said. that being said, uh, Josh, you're getting out this weekend, aren't you? You should. Hopefully, I didn't have time to shoot my crossbow today. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just making sure it's still sighted in more or less. You know, it's been hanging in the garage for nine ish months. Well, anyway, uh, my baby boy is due any day now, so I will not be shooting any more deer till he shows up. So my garage is all yours. And uh, fuck yeah, dude, love you, buddy. I'm glad we were able to squeeze this in. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later.
Alright, so that's a wrap. Sorry about the language. Sorry about it not being very organized, but Josh and I felt it was necessary to try to squeeze that episode in, so thanks for listening anyway. Um, next episode is with TJ Brubaker from Networking the Outdoors. We talked a lot about his guiding and uh, filming and editing experience, uh, along with the tag game. It's a really cool conversation, so you guys are going to dig that one. As always, all music and artwork is done by the Shane Yoder. All editing is done by Brett Ruff, and this episode is brought to you by Ruff's Custom Carpentry. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next time.